This month on the podcast, we've been focusing a lot on what it means to do kingdom-minded weight loss, how to heal, how to invite God into this journey so that weight loss can be, (laughs) you can really do this for the last time and move on into abundant living. When I was thinking about people to bring on to the podcast, I'm doing back-to-back interviews this week. So if you're listening to this as a first one, make sure you listen to today and tomorrow's or vice versa. And I, I had to bring on these two women because to me, when I think about my journey to walking in fullness and identity and understanding inner healing and understanding what it means to live in freedom, they both came to mind. So today I want to introduce you to Marianne Anderson. She, ah, she's amazing, amazing, amazing lady. And when you listen to her, you're going to be laughing. You're going to be smiling, maybe crying. I don't know all the things um, that she can pull out of you in such uh, an incredible way. But one of her mission statements that I just love is that she says she wants to see you in me flourish into being a voice and not just an echo walking in confidence, assurance, and abundance of freedom. Marianne really is gifted in releasing a mother's healing love, comforting the brokenhearted, comforting the wounded. And I know you're going to sense that today in today's conversation. Also, if you're listening to her talk and you're like, I want some Marianne in my life, then listen until the end where she talks about what she does through Freedom House Ministry She is a counselor. She does online counseling appointments. And if you're feeling stuck, if you feel like you're cycling from something, you know, over and over again, if you're not sure how to break out, if you feel like you have these um, feelings and emotions that are just lodged within you, then she is such an amazing resource. I cannot recommend her enough. So check her out if if you want some more help. And I hope you enjoy today's podcast on Kingdom Fit Moms. Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast, where we believe that you can go on a journey to lose weight for the last time. I know you've tried all the things and you may not believe me yet, but when you do weight loss the Kingdom Fit Moms way, everything changes. You're in the right place if weight is constantly on your mind, you're confused about food, you're missing out on memories, and maybe even putting your dreams off for another day because this weight struggle is no joke. We're a community and we're on a mission to invite God into this weight loss journey so you can shed the burden and shine your light. I want you to start living and believing in the version of yourself that heaven sees. Let's get started. Hi, Marianne. Welcome to the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast. Such a pleasure and joy to have you here today. Well, thank you so much for the invitation. And um, just looking at your smile brings a smile to my face. Uh. It's privilege. <laughs> well, it's, it's good to be together. And Marianne, she's going to tell you all about her story. But just to start, give give our listeners a little glimpse into your world. Tell us about you and yeah, so we get to know you. All right. So we have a few hours then to hang out, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, um, my name is Marian Anderson and um, I am the director of Freedom House Ministry. And this ministry was actually started 
um, by my mom in the um, late 70s. And it is a prayer counseling ministry. We do a lot of prayer counseling. Um, people from all walks of life, um, people around the world. Um, I know if my mom was alive, she would be very proud to know that um, this ministry is worldwide, um, which was actually a prophecy that she received years ago. So that word has truly come to pass. So I think for me personally, um, I love being uh, a director. I love being uh, a counselor. I love being uh, a cheerleader for people in their lives and to cheer them on to be the best person that they can be um, and who God intended them to be originally in their personalities, in their temperaments, in their identities, as well as in their destiny. So it's um, my greatest privilege to walk alongside of people um, when they have issues or problems or they're stuck in their life and they don't understand why they're stuck. Um, I love to be the plunger, the heavenly plunger to plunge them <laughs> out of their unstuckness so that they can get to a place where they can um, feel freedom and liberty. Awesome. You didn't know this, but actually this month in the Kingdom Fit Moms community, we have a devotional going out and it's all about uh, God gave me a word about unclogging. <laughs> and so it goes along with your your plunger analogy and just unclogging the pieces of us that keep us from walking in fullness. And you that is so true about you. You are a catalyst to that. People, when they can't figure out why there's a clog, Marianne is a really good <laughs> resource. Uh, for well, thank you. I'm that heavenly Drano. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Love that's it. very sweet. Yes, you are good with God's words, uh, Kelsey. I have to really say that you are spot on spot on so many things that I remember about you. Yeah. So, and Marianne and I, we met about a year ago now, um, through a mutual friend, Robin, give a shout out to Robin on That's the podcast. Robin. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, um, uh, I've been going through freedom house ministry school and Marianne will talk more about that and how you can connect to that. But, um, my husband and I, our lives have been changed just through learning about these principles and strategies. And really it allows you to see the whole world and behaviors and people and their hearts differently when you understand just these principles and prayer counseling and what you teach. So it's, it really is changing the world. And I can't wait to see the ripple effect of that. Praise God. I love that. That just warms my heart because there's no greater joy to see people's lives changed to have them walk in their full potential. Yes, so true. Tell us, so let, let us in your world a little bit more. What are three things that you are loving right now outside of ministry and what you do for work? Well, definitely the top one is I love my grandkids. I'm over the moon. Um, you know, I, I used to hear grandparents talk about their grandkids and I think, what's the big deal? They're cute. <laughs> well, when you have your own, it is a huge deal. And I remember coming back from one of our family gatherings and I turned to my husband and I said, did we really love our kids? You know, <laughs> and we started laughing because it's a whole new level of love. Of course, we loved our kids. But your your heart becomes bigger with the grandkids. And honestly, they can do no wrong. Like a couple of my grandkids 
said, oh, we got Nana. They call me Nana, which is Italian for grandma. We got Nana wrapped around our little finger. And I said, you do, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, my daughter would say, who are you? We could never do any of these things, you know, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. Um, they they just bring so much joy. So that is something I absolutely love is being a grandmother. And um, my husband, we were all together yesterday. We had lunch because it was Columbus Day. And um, so all of us were sitting around having lunch at a restaurant. And we were coming home and he said, isn't it wonderful? Six of our grandkids all around. It's like, it is a whole new world. It really, really is. So life is full with the grandkids. We go to a lot of their sports and we love that. Um, and we love Sunday dinners and we come around and uh, we, everyone brings dishes, you know, to, um, for the table. So it's not one person doing everything. And my daughter is a big kitchen, big house. So we usually meet there and all the kids are running around crazy we, my daughter has three dogs, uh, a St. Bernard, and he's a puppy and he's about 90 pounds already. Oh gosh. <laughs> and um, they, she's got three big dogs. And then my son has a dog and, um, and then my other son has a dog. So it's like dogs galore, grandkids galore, screaming, running around. And it's the greatest sound in the world. Um, I love that. We love playing dominoes. We have lots of fun. We spend several hours playing dominoes. Um, yeah, so I think I love doing that right now. Uh, I love to um, think about the holidays coming, the decorations, and we have several traditions. Being Italian, um, I do about 12, 13 cookies that I bake, and um, and I make little dishes for you know family and friends and neighbors, and I love been doing that for years. Um, we have a tradition after Thanksgiving, the next day, Friday, we all go cut our tree, Christmas tree down. We come back um, from that, eat leftovers. And then I give pajamas out to all the grandkids, the same pajamas, so that we can then take a group photo um, of the grandkids. And my mom started that tradition years ago. So I love tradition at Christmas time, Christmas Eve, we do a lot of fish and seafood. That's a typical Italian tradition. I love that. Um, so I think right now I love being a grandmother. That would be probably the biggest thing, um, seeing the grandkids playing sports and um, watching their personalities coming alive. Um, we were all together, as I said yesterday, and I get in the mail, the Amazon magazines. So I collect several of them. And then actually Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, I go by my daughter and I have Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin in the background. I have a glass of wine and I do all the prep work of cutting everything up for my daughter. But then the grandkids, I give them each the Amazon magazine and they go through the magazine to put their initial of for their wish list, you know, and of course, every page, <laughs> they want something on every page. Um, but I said, it's a wish list, you know, but um, so they just asked about that yesterday at lunchtime. So I love that. That's a tradition. So, yeah. So fun. I, 
I love your heart for just making life colorful and fun and something, you know, like I was talking, actually talking to Robin, we were talking about how oftentimes in Christian culture, the culture has been stuffy and like Christians, we can have fun, you know, like we can. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I can't imagine not having fun. I mean, that's part of my personality, being a sanguine. I love to laugh. And um, yeah, I could not imagine not having fun. And I I remember years ago in Freedom House, part of my um, job description um, was to be a part of raising funds, a fundraiser, because that's part of our, the law, you have to have a certain amount of donations And it was um, this one year I wanted to do like a formal dinner and we were at Drury Lane and everyone had to come formally black tie and everything. And um, I have a very good friend, of course, Italian, and um, he sounds like Frank Sinatra. So he came to do a Frank Sinatra, you know, songs. We had dancing and we had, you know, wine at the table. And I remember we had Catholic priests there. We had pastors from all different denominations. Several came up and said, Miriam, you're the only one that can get away with something like this, drinking and dancing and having <laughs> Frank Sinatra. And I love that. You know, it's a true celebration. So, yeah, yeah, it, it really, yeah. I love just how you bring that joy out of people, all all different types of people. So good. And I think that kind of goes into what we're talking about today, about just this idea of abundant living. And that's a big part of why we do what we do in the Kingdom Fit Moms community. We're focusing on health changes so that we can live life abundantly and really access all the things that we have through Jesus. And you are somebody to me that really exemplifies like true abundant living, walking with the spirit, you know, the call on your life. You really want to walk in that for his glory. So can you tell us a little bit more about your journey to get to that point. Okay. Well, um, at 17 years old, and um, this is going to date me, but it was like 48 years ago. Can't believe it. That's when I asked the Lord into my heart. My mom became saved um, early on, early 70s. And um, we live in an Italian community. It's called Little Italy. And I mean, growing up, I thought everyone was Italian and I thought everyone was Catholic because it was just (laughs) a little neighborhood. You'd go to the bakery. It was all Italians. You go to the grocery store and and we would even have, yeah, thinking back about it, we would have like this wagon with a horse. I mean, I know I'm old, but I know it seems really older than, (laughs) (laughs) but literally we would have a horse and wagon and it was all fresh produce and vegetables and he would sell it you know it was and all the neighbors would come out and get all their you know vegetables and fruit from him and it was just a whole different lifestyle and actually the nuns and and the priests they were my biggest cheerleaders they were charismatically uh in the renewal so they were my intercessors and I know some people have not had good experiences you know with um, the Catholic Church, but for me, I really did. And um, and I remember in fifth grade, eighth grade, Sister Christina would say, 
Marion, you got spunk. And one day God's going to use that spunk. And um, But I would go to the rectory where the priest would live. I would sit down over a bowl of pasta. And I would ask all these questions about the Lord. And even when I would go into the confessional, <laughs> excuse me, they would know everyone's voice because the priest knew everyone. And I would ask, why do I have to come to you? Why can't I go straight to the main man? You know, why do I have to confess to you? And and all he would say, use my last name and say, Borelli, can you just go with the program? Stop asking <laughs> the question, you know? And, um, and we would laugh at that, but they just opened a world for me through their prayers and just being so patient. And that at 17, um, I remember it was New Year's Eve and um, I'm somewhat dramatic <laughs> a little bit. And um, my mom asked, do you want to go to a prayer meeting for New Year's Eve? Now I'm 17. And I said, no, thank you. I'm going to stay home. My brother asked, I'm going to a party. Do you want to come to a party? No, I'm going to stay home. And I stood home. I watched Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire for those who are older. Um, and at 12 o'clock, I got a bottle of champagne and two glasses. And at 12, I opened the bottle, poured the uh, champagne in both glasses, and I took out my, my glass and I said, Lord, I want you to come into my heart. I want you to be the date for my life, for the rest of my life. And that's actually when I accepted Jesus. Then um, I just started really growing and flourishing and, and you know, went to Bible studies and everything. I was hungry for the Lord. And it was a pivotal time in my life because my dad just died. He was an alcoholic. And so he, he died when I was 17. So that was a turning point. I could have gone either way, but I believe because of the prayers of the priests and the nuns, as well as my mom and my aunts, um, they brought me into the kingdom. And um, I'm a passionate person. And so once I see truth, I'll go 150% for the truth. And I did. And um, I went to what is now known as Youth with a Mission, YWAM. Went to like a discipleship program for a couple of years. And um, my journey just started taking off. I knew I was going to be working for the Lord in some capacity. And um and one day the Lord said that I'd be going to Norway. And um, and of course, my husband is Norwegian, and that's another whole story. But um, so that's kind of a little bit of my walk, my journey. My mom started Freedom House, and um, we worked in Freedom House, my husband and I. We've been counselors for 30 plus years. And um, now, of course, she's home with the Lord, and now I'm the director. And your heart now is really for inner healing, right? Within yes. Freedom House. So can you explain that a little more for our listeners? You know, what, what that means to you and how you've seen it play out and the type of transformation that you've seen that's possible through prayer counseling and inner healing. Okay. Well, really our mandate or our vision statement is from Isaiah 61. And it's talking all about setting the captives free. And for all of us, all human mankind, we are stuck in some place in our lives with pain and hurt or shame. 
and people who are not able to move forward, whether they're stuck in their, their pain and their woundedness, whether they go around that same mountain over and over, okay? It might be a different situation, but very familiar foundation. And, um, and they don't understand why they keep reaping a whirlwind of destruction. And that is because of some of the places in our life where we have been wounded, where we have some echoes of the past of pain and hurt, um, we just kind of cycle in that. Part of Freedom House, what I like to say is we are spiritual detectives. We find out with the Holy Spirit, along with some of their story, to find out where they have been stuck and where they've made judgments. And of course, you know, scripture talks about whatever you sow, we reap. And um, so they're reaping a whirlwind of destruction, as it talks about in Hebrews. And God really intended for the reaping, the sowing and the reaping to be something good. Um, but because of sin entered in the world, um, we sow some things that are not so good and we reap destruction from it. So through you know, walking with the person, hearing their story, asking some anointed questions from the Holy Spirit. We open doors to find and discover some of the places where they may have made judgments, where they may have had some foundational lies that they believe, where they've made some inner vows, where they are, um, they move in determinations. They vowed, I will never be like my mother, or I will never do what my father did. And of course, those are vows, and they walk in those same different things. It might be packaged differently, but underneath, they walk in the same ways. So um, that's a little bit about what Freedom House, you know, it's through prayer counseling, through questions, through seeking the Lord, hearing their story, um, we find out where um, they're, they're stuck find out where they're kind of reaping some areas in their life that is um, destructive and hurtful with them and for others. Yeah. And I think that, especially with the women in our community, that's exactly how they feel, except it's specifically, you know, with, with health behaviors, like continuing to um, binge eat or continuing to basically like women tell me all the time, I just don't know why I can't break out of this, you know, and it's so interesting when we start diving into some of those anointed questions and figure out, you know, like maybe they, um, they felt a sense of abandonment at a young age and it, it created this sense of comfort and food or, um, you know, they went through a divorce and there's trauma there and they, they hold on to weight to high. There's so many different things that, can be causing a struggle with health that we don't, you know, in the Western medicine world, we don't even consider it valid, right? So true. So true. That is so right on. Yeah. I, I think that we all have some form of addiction. Okay. And really what addictions are, they're really self comforting refuges, you know, and food is a refuge. Um, you know, shopping can be a false refuge, false comfort. And we have to soothe some of those places. And, and one of the things that I think, you know, what you're talking about, some of the areas that I'm talking about, shame is really a culprit to so many areas in our life with addictions. 
And, um, and of course, we know shame started from the very beginning of, of creation, you know, in the garden. And the enemy just tries to put on that shame. We, we hide behind fig leaves, you know. And, um, and when we have that shame, we move into other areas that really um, we think it's comforting, but it's not. Yeah, and I think you said say something in your training too about how those um those comforts were good in a season, right? Mm-hmm. And that and then we find out that they're no longer serving us. And when we get to that point, would you say that's a good time to consider, okay, I need some inner healing? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, God is so wise in so many things. And for many of us, especially in our early life walking, kids, teenagers, we don't know, we don't have the vocabulary or the understanding about what even what we're feeling, but we just do by our feelings, you know, what feels good or right. And God allows that for a season of, you know, for us to kind of be able to survive in life. But then it comes to a point, you know, that we have to, and God allows us to be able to see certain things He'll always bring people in our life to awaken truth to us. And if you stop and really think and look back through your journey in life, you'll discover there was people in our life at certain key points that gave truth, you know, and and that's who God is because he wants none to perish. He wants us all to live the abundant life. So he is always giving us truth. And I think when we're, hurting enough, when we're feeling sad enough, that's when we go, you know, to seek out help. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you give to someone if they notice, you know, I'm in this pattern of self-destruction or using my coping mechanisms, but I want out like what, what does somebody do if they're in that situation? Cry out help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I would definitely seek out Um, you know, someone who has uh, a ministry of prayer counseling, like Freedom House, Um, of course, you being the coach that you are for health, seek out the people that have walked through their own journey, and they have reached the other side, not perfection, but being able to give um, messages in the places that they are a voice and not an echo. And I think when you have someone who is a voice in your life, it's that they've experienced, they've worked through some of their own issues, and they're able then to give you um, their experience. And it because that becomes real, that becomes certain, you know. Um, So I would definitely say reach out, reach out and um, asking for help is something very important that we all need to do in whatever area, you know, your car doesn't start, you know, you have to reach out and call the mechanic or call, you know, the tow truck. I mean, you're sick, you have to reach out to the doctor. So those are the points that we have to say, I need some help here. Yeah. And that's what you and Tommy do such a good job of is breaking out, you know, in in many church cultures, there is that I have been a part of, at least there's um, maybe a surface level conversation and expectation to kind of tuck everything else away, but you guys just rip that bandaid off and you're like, Hey, we're (laughs) going to go there and we're going to talk about these things and we're going to be healed. And it's so powerful. And that's really what the church needs, right? 
Amen. And I think what's unique, which I just love, and it's so different than the mental health professionals. You know, they always talk about you have to kind of, um, what do you call it? Not engage so much. You have to have separation. And I, I take it in a different view because I think being open and transparent is really important. So if I have someone, I today I had a full day of counseling and I'm uh, working with a few people who have um, a lot of codependency issues. And now God loves to always put in some of the areas that I've had to work through and codependency was one of my areas, you know? So I am a recovering codependent person. And, um, and of course, I'm able to share my stories with these individuals. And I, I don't feel shame. I don't feel, you know, I can't share that. Now, there's wisdom, of course, on how much to share, but I can share my journey because I feel a couple of things. One, that's giving God all the glory. Two, it's giving hope to people. Because if I can walk in freedom, of who I am and where I'm at, that gives hope to someone. And honestly, I can tell you one thing. Growing up, my dad was an alcoholic, like I had said. And one of the messages I heard repeatedly from him was that I was stupid and I would, would not amount to anything. And um, I believe that lie. I really believe that lie. And now I believe that was not his heart because, but he was wounded and he can't give what he didn't have. So he was definitely shame-based and he placed that shame on to me and my siblings. But once I became whole and healed and God was working through that lie in my life, I can say, I work with people who are doctors. I work with lawyers. I work, I mean, with doctors who have written in the, the medical journal. I mean, scientists, it blows my mind away. So if I can move forward in this, anyone could. So I think personally, God has shown so much healing in my life that I get so excited because nothing is impossible with God, with anybody. He wants them to come to their true identity and destiny. And I will say one more thing. Growing up, I always wanted to be a detective, okay, an investigator and a detective. And um, I always wanted to be a reporter. I loved to write. And I was always uh, a young teenager with lots of questions. Now I'm an older, mature woman, still with lots of questions. And, um, and God has led me to be a reporter and to be a detective. And um, I love it because I get to hear all the scoop with the individual. I get to ask lots of questions and um, and I'm able to be that spiritual reporter with them of the good news. You planted those seeds so young and <laughs> you probably never guessed that that's how you'd be using them. But <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not that's at great. all. Love that. Is there a specific Bible verse that has been really pivotal pivotal in your journey that you could share with our audience? Yes. Um, well, I have three. So the first one is he makes all things beautiful in his time. 
And, um, and of course, when I was younger, I always wanted to hurry up and speed up things, you know, okay, God, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to make mistakes. But the beauty about mistakes comes in with Romans 8, 28. He can turn all things around. And um, for those who love him, and I love him, I'm serving him. So he takes my mistakes, he turns it around. But in his timing, he makes it beautiful. And um, I just love that I can rest in that. And knowing the fact that I don't have to make something happen. I don't have to be, you know, quick about it. I can simply say, Lord, in your timing, because I know you'll make it beautiful. And that has brought such peace to my heart. That has brought such a place of ultimately trusting the father that in his time, he'll work it out. And even if I blow it as he's working it out, he's still going to turn it around for good. So it's a win-win all over. <laughs> I love that. So valuable to our audience, I think, to hear all of that scripture. Thank you so much for sharing. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, wow, I want to know more about prayer counseling. I want to know more about Freedom House Ministry and what you're doing, Marianne. Where can they find you? And tell us how we can connect with you outside of this podcast. Okay. Um, you can go to our website, Freedom House's website, and that is freedomhouseministry.com, freedomhouseministry.com, or you can email me personally, which is Mary Ann, and that is M-A-R-I-A-N-N-E at freedomhouseministry.com, or you can call Freedom House, and that number is 708-656-3658. And I, I, excuse me, if I could just encourage anyone out there that feels stuck, that feels that life needs to be something more, um, I'm not moving forward, I'm just stagnant and I'm in neutral. I want to say that God wants you to move forward wherever you're at, whatever place that you're at, whether it's a place of feeling shame or pain or woundedness or some of your own lies that you might be believing. I can say that God is inviting you to come forward, call Freedom House, send me an email. I would love to talk with you. I would love to um, introduce you to a whole new life, a transformative life, because he's in the business of setting captives free. And he wants this year to be one of your greatest years yet. Amen. So good. I'll definitely put all of the info for how to connect with Marianne in the show notes for anybody listening. And I can just, again, speak from experience that when you, when you're in this world of how Freedom House Ministry does healing and, and you trust the process, I have no doubt that you'll be transformed. So thanks so much for sharing your heart today and your wise wisdom and lots of laughs. We're so glad to have you on the Kingdom Fit Moms podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Hey, Fit Mom, if this episode blessed you today and you can think of somebody else who's struggling in her weight loss journey, would you consider sharing this week's episode with her to give her a sense of hope? And then while you're at it, hop on over to our free Facebook community, Kingdom Fit Moms, for daily encouragement and support. Let's go shed the weight to shine the light.